You're listening to the Play, Teach, Talk podcast. I'm Tiffany Thompson, a speech pathologist with over 20 years of expertise in working with children under three years of age and their families to help them understand language and communicate more effectively. My specialty is in working with emerging communicators with few or no true words to reduce their frustration, help them interact and play with their peers and family, and learn to truly enjoy the back and forth of functional communication throughout their daily routines. This podcast is not intended to diagnose speech-language disorders, but is more of a general set of suggestions for children who are experiencing delays in their language skills. For recommendations or therapy specific to your child's needs, consultation or evaluation with a licensed speech-language pathologist in your city is highly suggested. This is season two, episode 10 of the Play Teach Talk podcast, Why Toileting is Difficult to Teach. Okay, so um, toileting is the term that we as therapists use to discuss potty training, basically. Warning, I am going to use the words pee or poop probably a lot. I don't really use the technical terms because I'm usually working with kids and their parents and we're having a discussion in front of the children. So that's usually what I talk about. So wanted to talk about why toileting is so difficult to teach for kids who are under three, even though a lot of daycares I've noticed require kids to be toilet trained before they can go to a certain age classroom. Uh, so one of the biggest reasons why toileting is so difficult to teach is because it, it really is a more complicated system than you would think just kind of on the surface. It involves a lot of different parts of the body systems. It's not just the awareness of needing to use the bathroom. It's also understanding releasing of the muscles that control your, your ability to pee and poo, basically, and also timing, knowing when to release those muscles. So when kids have been using diapers, they just kind of release those muscles at will when they want to. And learning how to do that on cue in the bathroom is a more complicated process than just using a diaper, which is also why sometimes kids tend to get stuck on um, pooping in a diaper, even if they've learned how to potty train uh, to, to urinate in the toilet. So, there, so that's the first thing. It actually involves multiple different body systems. I'll go a little more into that in a minute, but it also in, involves interrupting focus on a desired activity. So when kids use diapers, they don't have to stop playing. They just keep playing. You know, they might go hide behind a chair. I see a lot of kids do that, go find a place to be alone, but then they just keep playing. And so you have to have the motivation to actually want to go to the bathroom to stop playing. And I see that happen a lot, even with kids who have started to potty train and are being fairly successful, but they just get into an activity that they like and they don't want to interrupt it. So they, they use the bathroom and then you have to deal with the repercussions of that, whether they are in training pants or in a diaper. So that's part of, of one of the reasons why you see kind of an interruption in the toilet training if kids are just too motivated to do, um, to, to stop what they're doing and then go to the bathroom. Another thing kids have to do is they have to actually be aware of and dislike having a dirty diaper. Some kids don't care. They'll just keep playing. Some of that has to do with maybe having a lower sensitivity and not, not really registering that their diaper is wet if they've just peed, basically. 
but also it, it can be a sensory thing that kids don't like the air hitting their body when a diaper comes off or when their pants are pulled down to try to use the bathroom in the toilet. So that, that can be part of the reason why you're having difficulties. The child doesn't like the diaper change process. That's kind of a sensory issue sometimes for kids that they don't like that air hitting their body when they've been warm in clothes. What can we do to make this a little easier for the parent and for the child? One of the things that I have heard suggested many times, and I think this is a great way to get kids used to routines, is I've heard having them sit on a potty every hour. And I know that is very intensive, but that is a really good way to catch kids when they need to go to the bathroom and help them learn about this is what we do. We go to the bathroom in the potty and then, you know, giving lots of praise when kids do that. So trying to have a, a concrete schedule where you take the child to the bathroom every hour on the hour is your best bet for catching a kid when they need to go to the bathroom. Or I have talked to parents too about watching for those signs. If you do have a kid who very clearly shows that they're getting ready to go poop, they hide behind a chair, they go off into a corner or to another room or something like that. If you can catch them right when they first start to do that and then quick beeline to the potty and see if they will, will poop in the potty, that's a great way to get that started, that connection. And then again, you always want to give lots of praise to show the child that that, that is the desired activity. If that's bubbles or if that's a, a short clip of video or singing a potty song or anything like that, those are all great ways to do that. One thing to consider, though, too, is do you feel like your child is showing signs that they're aware when their diaper is, is dirty? Because that awareness really is going to be a big indicator that your child's ready to do toilet training. If they're not aware that their diaper is dirty, or like I said before, they don't care that their diaper is dirty, they might not quite be to the point where they're ready to do potty training at that point. Um, and then the, the other thing is really some kids who have issues with sensory processing, uh, kind of our more neurodivergent population, I'm going to talk about that in a future episode, uh, they just don't process sensation in the same way. So sometimes a, a, a poop, a bowel movement could be really scary for kids and they tend to hold that your kiddos that tend to hold their poops or have a lot of discomfort with their poops, that that can be part of the reason why potty training is difficult is because they're, they're kind of holding on because they know this is going to be uncomfortable. And so even though they they want to to poop and get it out, they, they've already associated it with a negative thing. And so there may be some complications around that. Um, or they just if they have a sen an issue with sensory processing, again, that might be one reason why they don't seem to notice that their diaper is dirty, which will complicate your, your work on potty training with them too. So along with trying to take a child to the bathroom every hour, another thing that you can do is provide a little schedule for them to show them how to go through the routine too. If you're wanting to teach the routine along with using the potty, you can use pictures of, you know, we're going to go to the bathroom, then we're going to sit on the potty and then we're going to wash our turn on the water, wash our hands and then dry our hands. And you can start that as soon as you start the potty training where you're having them sit on the toilet. 
just to teach that routine, getting that routine uh, solidified very, very early so kids are understanding what the steps are will help you down the line to help with a little bit more compliance with washing hands after the toilet is used. I hope this is helpful. If you have any more questions about sensory processing, I'm hoping to get an OT on to do an interview with me so that we can get a little more information to you about how that can affect development and it also can affect attention and uh, comprehension. So that will be in a future episode. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, it would help me greatly if you subscribe or leave a five-star review. For additional content, including YouTube videos, articles, handouts, and help catered specifically to your child's needs, please visit playteachtalk.com.